We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's February 5th, it is 2024. We have a six-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined today by my buddy, Timothy Buell. You all know him in the DFS streets as Tasteful Tides. Tim, what's happening, my friend? Yeah, not much, Stevie. Uh, Thanks again for getting those NASCAR projections out. I know that was a weird uh, time frame for you, you, but... uh... It was a lot of fun. I, I, I lost, but, you know, it was, it was fun to, you know, get back into the uh, NASCAR grind. Yeah, I mean, the first 75 laps, just a very peaceful race. Looked like everything was going to smash. And then um, Gibbs and Elliot had issues. Gibbs had issues. Wallace had issues. So much changed in the last, um, I, I mean, 10 laps of a 150-lap race. But... Glad they moved the race up. Hated it for content. Hate absolutely hated it for yeah. content. Um, like you said, it was it was very stressful. I think I got projections up 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes before lock. Um, had to forego the live show that we had planned, which kind of stunk because I know a lot of people were looking forward to that. But yeah, yeah it just it was it was so stressful. Um <laughs> yeah. Definitely um, involved a little bit of a glass of wine last night um, <laughs> after that lock happened. So enjoy the race. You, you, you deserved it. You deserved it. But yeah, I mean, if you had scores and odds and you got on my Wednesday bets, we hit Hamlin at 11 to 1 early in the week. So that was nice. He ended up, I think he was like plus 365 by the time the race started on most books that reopened because wow. he was so fast. In qualifying, so that one worked out. They don't always work out, but man, when you when you get good value on those guys, it always is nice. But let's uh 
let's shift gears. We got some NBA. We got Monday. It's not Chief Justice. He'll be he'll be back tomorrow with me. Him and Tim switched. Tim was grateful enough to switch with Will. Um, he's doing a little bit of traveling today and was needed needed to switch. So he'll be back tomorrow. I know it's it's not it's so for me it's so different. Um, I, I love working with Tim, but I've been so used to working with Will on Mondays. Um, he gets me he gets me back in my groove. <laughs> but, right, right. So no no pressure no pressure Tim yeah, yeah. no pressure. Will Will and I are very different too. So uh, I I wish you all the luck. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I mean fun slate. We got a six gamer here. We got. Couple back to backs. I think there's three of them. A lot of injury news. Um, a lot of injury news. I mean, the mm-hmm. MB news came out where he's going to miss extended time now, and we finally have kind of heard like the knee thing was very serious, which we kind of pieced that yep. together. Um, yep. So yeah, a lot of news, a lot to follow, and uh, we get jump jump right in. We get Lakers at Charlotte, two thirty one and a half total. Lakers a ten and a half point favorite. AD and LeBron questionable. Reddish, Vanderbilt, and Vincent out. Sounds like Vanderbilt might miss the rest of the season. That definitely yeah. matters a little bit. And then on the Charlotte side, LaMelo sat Sunday. We'll see if he is back for this game or not. Mark Williams missed another game on Sunday, so we kind of expect him to be out. Um, they did say Gordon Hayward is at least another week away, so we know that he won't play in this game, Cody Martin sat on Sunday dealing with a knee injury. So they were very shorthanded Sunday, and I wouldn't be shocked if they're shorthanded again here. I mean, Lakers 10.5-point favorite on the road. Let's talk Lakers first. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Lakers? Yeah, so obviously it depends on the on, on, on the two big guys, uh, AD and LeBron, right? If one of them sits, the other one's a must-play. Um, they are both very very cheap i mean charlotte is the worst defensive team in all of basketball so and uh lebron is 10,000 ad is below 10,000 he's 9900 that's that's absurd so um the only i guess issue with this is that this game is going to be a blowout most likely so maybe they would lose some run I ex- I would bet that they sit one of the one of these two guys. Um, that's just my lean. Um, and then the other one becomes basically a, a must play in all formats. The cheaper guys, you you mentioned Vanderbilt. I think we could get to maybe some Torian Prince at 4K if you're looking for somebody cheap uh, and get exposure to this game. Um, and that, but if one of the two, if, if one of the two of LeBron or AD plays, I, I don't have much interest in Russell, um, or Reeves. I'd either go, uh, really, really expensive or cheap down to Prince. Great rebounding spot. If Anthony Davis ends up playing in this game, Charlotte is a terrible rebounding team. We talk about it all the time. Um, if both LeBron and Anthony Davis play, I think you could still take shots on AD. Um, I yeah. think I prefer AD over LeBron. Like you said, if one of them sits, the other one plays, they're in a fantastic spot. And then you bump up like D'Angelo Russell and Austin Reeves. I um, I watched that New York, like second half of the New York game. What was it Saturday, yesterday? And it was really interesting. Russell didn't close in that game. They closed with like Christy Prince. Um, it was Reeves, LeBron, and AD in that one. So that was... 
somewhat interesting. Russell's minutes have been very secure, and he's been playing a lot lately, so I thought that was interesting. Hatchamora started that game and ended up only playing 19 minutes. Prince played 33 minutes off the bench in that one, so a lot of moving pieces here just in general for this team. Jackson Hayes is going to get a little bit of run. He's 3,900. I don't know if we necessarily need him in this spot, but could potentially get some extra run if the game gets out of hand. So it could be a large field tournament dart. Charlotte side of this one. I mean, I think Brandon Miller is still too cheap. If Lamelo sits, he's been producing at such a high clip. His usage rate is through the roof. He's shooting. He shot at least 19 times now in four straight games. Um, so, with Hayward already doubtful, LaMelo missing Sunday, assuming that like maybe Martin misses too. I mean, I think Miller at 6,800 with no LaMelo is definitely a main target here for me. I don't necessarily hate Bridges, but I don't necessarily love this matchup for Bridges either. So ton of interest in Miller. And then, gosh, man, like you would think we get some run here from like a McGowan's he started and only played 16 minutes. PJ Washington had a huge game off the bench on Sunday. I think he had like 22 and nine with a couple, he had like two or three stocks as well. So Miller main target don't necessarily hate bridges. Richards is okay. Ish Smith started on Sunday and only played 26 minutes. So I think it's Miller and maybe a little bit of P.J. Washington. He got 16 shots up off the bench. Um, so if these guys are going to be out, maybe we can roll the dice on a little bit of P.J. Washington here. Yeah, I think it's – I completely agree with you on Miller. I would also throw in Nick Smith Jr., who played 25 minutes off the bench. He was not very good. He shot one for eight, 0 for four from three. Uh, but he did have two steals and two assists. And like I mentioned, he's, uh, you know, 25 minutes – uh, he's only 3,800, so he would be another guy I would consider um, for value. But yeah, Brandon Miller is definitely the guy. I agree with you. I think this matchup for Bridges is not very good, so he's too expensive uh, for my taste uh, in this matchup. Cody Martin, if he plays, I think is fine for 4,800. Um, but if, if he were to miss, I would go. I'd go right back to Miller. And I would consider uh, uh, Nick Smith uh, shooting guard, small forward eligible. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we're moving on. We got Dallas at Philadelphia, 242.5 total here. Dallas a one-point favorite. Luca questionable. Exum and Lively out. Clear questionable as well. On the Philadelphia side, 
Batum, Covington, Embiid, Melton out. Tobias questionable. We are very fortunate this is a 7 o'clock game uh, because this game dictates a lot on this slate, and it's a 7 o'clock game, so we should get news early enough. Let's break down the Dallas side first. Kyrie probable. Luka questionable. Luka sits. Kyrie is too cheap at 8,500 with no Luka on the floor. I mean, I think that one is pretty self-explanatory for me. And then the other thing I want to mention, Derek Jones Jr. returned on Saturday and played 35 minutes. So I think his minutes at 4,400 are really solid in this game. We're, we're taking away Embiid's defense, Covington, Batum, like, this team is is shorthanded right now, Philadelphia. So, I mean, I have a ton of interest in Jones Jr. I have a ton of interest in Kyrie if Luka sits. If Luka plays, it's probably just Derek Jones Jr. for me. And that's really it. Um, What do we... I guess maybe a little bit they... of Josh Green. I was just going to say, Josh Green, who do you think they start, start at, the, uh, at the five? Uh, Grant Williams, Rashawn Holmes, uh, Maxi Cleaver, you know, whoever starts at the five, we don't have to worry about Embiid, right? So I think whoever starts at center is viable. Uh, they started uh, Kleber uh, last matchup. I would imagine they go back to Holmes for this one at 3,700. I think that's okay. Um, you're absolutely right, though. If if Lucas sits, then definitely get to all the Kyrie. Um, I like Josh Green quite a bit. Um, so yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see who they start at center. Um, but I do have interest in whoever that is. I think if Kleber plays, he starts and Holmes was supposed to get minutes off the bench the other night and didn't even see the court with Kleber back. So I think the only way you can play Holmes is if Kleber sits in this game. So, um, and I'm not like, I'm not a Dwight Powell person. I mean, they, they've already no. showed us they definitely prefer Grant Williams over Dwight Powell. And I wouldn't be shocked if Philly goes small in this game with Dallas. Like, just this game goes a little bit smaller with Embiid being out. I don't think, like, Philly is loving the idea of playing Paul Reed 30 minutes a night. Um, so I right. think if this game just naturally goes a little bit smaller, it wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily shock me on this slate. Right. I agree. And and, and uh, Klaver's uh, power forward eligible too, which is really yeah. valuable. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he played what 30, 34 minutes the other night. So if he starts and he's yeah. going to play thirty plus minutes, um, I don't necessarily hate that. Um, on the Philadelphia side of this one, no Embiid, no Covington, no Batum, no Melton. Uh, Tobias questionable is huge on this slate. It's an illness, yeah. so. If he's at shoot around, he probably plays. If he misses shoot around, then we have to wait until lock or gets gets close to lock here. Uh, what are you doing with the Philly team here? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, Tyrese Maxey is one of the best plays on the entire slate. Um, you know, Dallas does play slow. Both these teams play slow, but Dallas is not a good defensive team, especially if uh, Kyrie is going to be guarding him. So, um, I for ninety one hundred. And if and if Tobias were to miss, also, I mean, you, I think you lock in Maxi and just take your chances. Um, I think, um, I think Paul Reed it, it perhaps is too expensive. 
That's a, that was my like, first thoughts too. Yeah, yeah like he's he's had that one game where he absolutely exploded, but other than that, he's been pretty mediocre uh, to say the least. So I don't think I, I have very much interest in Paul Reed. Um, I think if you got like twenty two minutes out of Mo Bamba, he might be a better points per dollar play than Paul Reed. Um, but I'm not really. I think it's really just Maxi. If Harris plays, I would love to get to uh, Harris at 7,400. And I think that's really, really about it for me for Philly. We take Melton and Bede, Batum, and Covington off the floor. In 240 minutes, Tyrese Maxey, his usage rate is 36.1%. That's an 8.6% increase. So, I mean, it probably goes even higher if we take for for just for because i'm curious now if we take tobias off as well maxi's usage goes up to it's a 10.8 increase for for maxi he's averaging 1.56 fantasy points per minute so i don't know tobias in or out doesn't change my thoughts on maxi i have a ton of interest in, in this spot like you said Kyrie is probable so we're gonna get some Kyrie defense on maxi um I mean, even if Luca plays, I don't have interest. I, I mean, I'd still have interest in Maxi in this one. So I think the biggest yeah. thing here is kind of what you were talking about. Like, if Harris plays, I have a ton of interest in him. If Harris sits, it's kind of guessing, I would say, guessing between like whether we think it's going to be House, Corkmaz, Morris, who picks up the run. I think Ubre would be safe minutes wise. So, oh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely value here if Harris sits. Um, I don't have a strong I, lean either way, but I, I think Korkmaz would be the guy that would be the closest to 30 minutes if Harris sits. Yeah, so Korkmaz would probably play the most minutes. Um, and I, I don't know if he necessarily think, has the highest upside, though. Exactly. Like, he might he might start, which you don't really want. You want whoever's going to uh, come off the bench. So I think... If like Daniel House doesn't start and plays, let's see what he played last, you know, around 20, 22 minutes, he would be a pretty good value also. So like House or, or I guess Corkmoss. But I think if he starts, I don't really have that much interest in Corkmoss, like sharing the floor with, you know, guys like Ubre, guys like Maxi, like he's going to be the last option on the court. And um, Smith came out like he played a lot of garbage time the other night in that game against the Nets. He scored all 21 of his fantasy points in the fourth quarter in blowout time. So uh, do not fall for that trap. No. So, I mean, Korkmaz played in garbage time. So, I mean, you're always like, you know, when you look at the first half for him the other night, he had seven first half minutes. So that is something you got to kind of stomach a little bit here. I mean, does does House come back? Does Morris come back? Like, if the game's close, it's tough to say. I know Maxie didn't have a great game the other night against Brooklyn, but I'm going back to the well on him. I think I'd prefer House over Corkmaz looking through game flow here. But, I mean, definitely want Tobias to play because I'd love to run a little Maxie-Tobias combo on a six-game slate. Yeah, just, just keep in mind that Dallas has the 24th-ranked defensive rating in the nba they are no good on the defensive end all right we got sacramento at cleveland 
233 and a half total here. Cleveland, five and a half point favorite. Nobody on the injury report for the Kings. Allen, questionable. Jerome and Thompson out for Cleveland. Let's go Sacramento first here. Tough matchup defensively. The one thing that we've been able to attack Cleveland with this season is wings. I think Keegan Murray definitely kind of fits the build as like a wing that you could attack this team with. Herter is another guy that I think you could attack this team with. Um, his minutes just kind of disappeared the other night. Um, he was shooting bad. I don't know if that had something to do with it or not. But, I, I mean, for me here, it, this is a tough matchup defensively, but it's still a six-game slate. Anything jumping off the page for you for the Kings here? Definitely nothing's jumping off the page for me, but I do agree with you. Like, Keegan Murray would be the guy at under 6K who's my favorite play, but none of these guys are priorities. And I think that guys like Sabonis and Fox would be exclude, exclude button plays for me. Uh, they are too expensive for this matchup. Cleveland is too good defensively and play at, at too slow of a pace for me to spend, spend up on Sabonis or, or Fox. Yeah. I mean, both Sabonis and Fox have a high ceiling in any matchup. The first time these two teams met, Sabonis put up 53 fantasy points. So, like, there's always upside. So, if he's going to be low-owned, sure. I mean, I understand it. Like, Sabonis even more if Jared Allen sits in this game. Yeah, I was just going to say, if Allen were to miss, then I would maybe consider Sabonis. And then as far as, like, the Kevin Herter, Malik Monk thing, I definitely wouldn't play them on the same team. It seems like no. it's one or the other kind of thing, so. Yeah, it's definitely, you're definitely not playing, like, Murray, Monk, or Herter together. Yeah, I could see Keegan Murray having a good game here at 5,900. I think he's probably my favorite from Sacramento. Yeah, but would you play him on the same team as Monk and Herter? No, that's I'm, no, yeah, <laughs> no. That's, that's what I was saying. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, no, no yeah. chance. Um, any interest here in the Cleveland side? <clears throat> I have a lot of interest in Jared Allen if he plays. Uh, that's too cheap of a price tag, seventy six hundred. Um, he has legit fifty point upside. Um, I'm kind of hoping he does play because i don't think he's going to be that popular um so uh, he's definitely my favorite play um mitchell 9700 he, he could certainly smash at that this price point i think there are better plays at that same price point however like like ad like lebron you know like maxi so Mitchell's going to kind of fall to the wayside a little bit, but he certainly has a winning ceiling in this matchup. I'm trying to see what Mobley's minutes have been. He is still, okay, he's not enough minutes yet out of Mobley. He's getting close, though, um, but not enough minutes yet to play. I disagree. I think you could take some shots on Evan Mobley. If Jared Allen sits, I like Mobley Mm -hmm. less for what it's worth. So I was looking through game flow when I was doing my research earlier and they have been bringing, they've been checking Mobley out fast. He's been playing in like these four or five, six minute like stints. And when he, when they've been doing this with him, he's been getting so much usage with the second unit. He had 18 fantasy points in like a five minute stint in the second quarter the other night against San Antonio. And he did it again in the fourth quarter. So He's getting all the usage. He's playing on the floor with like a Coro, Mural, Nang, 
And it just stood out to me. I was like, all right, if Allen plays, I think you could take shots on Jared Allen. I, I agree with you. We're going to talk about a center in the next game that you, I don't think you can fade on the slate. So <laughs> Mobley being power forward, I think if Jared Allen plays, Mobley gets like two or three extra minutes in this game and plays in these short stints. I'm in. I mean, I think he does have upside. He showed us that the other night. He had a 28-10 game in 24 minutes. Again, that was San Antonio. Really good matchup for him. I know. Um, I'm just I'm just so worried that's a San Antonio trap. Oh, I mean, easily could be. I just when I was looking through You're right. Game You're flow, right it, like, yeah. You're it, right. It yeah. jumped out at me. Um, I looked already to see and there wasn't any Oh, they're up now. I was looking at the players props here. Gosh, I wish it. So I, I like Max Struess over one and a half threes in this game, but it's like minus 145 on the hard rock. And that's all I got in Florida. So if you are on or if you're in a different state and you see this at a better number, probably like in the 125, 130 range, I think I'd bet Struess over threes in this game. We talk about it all the time. Sacramento allows a ton of them, uh, a ton of them. And I think Max Struess, he, ben- he benefits from a matchup like this on the three-point side. A little bit of upside here at 5,200. I think he's a really strong value play. Um, just, I mean, again, Kings. I just love attacking Kings with shooters. And he's a shooter. He put up 35 fantasy points the first time these two teams met earlier this season. He made five threes. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, Struess is minus 135 on DK Sportsbook right now. Really close to where I would bet it. Um, and But I, the problem is I don't think it moves towards us. I, I think that if anything, it goes to two and a half and maybe at plus money. So mm. it's, it's a tough one. Um, Garland's been coming off the bench. I don't think I touched that. I think this is a Struce, Allen, Mitchell, Gar, or Mobley type of slate for me. Really want Allen to play. I think he's an ex- excellent like tournament pivot. Like you said, I don't think he yeah. gets a ton of ownership today. And we're going to tell you why right, right now. We got the Clippers at Atlanta, 244 total. Clippers a four-point favorite. The Clippers are on the second end of a back-to-back here. So it would be interesting to see. Like I know Paul George has been kind of banged up recently. If he plays. He's our, the- he's, he, he, he's, he already said he's going to play. Okay. He's already. So, yeah. I yeah. mean, does he does he play full minutes? I mean, that's that's always my biggest concern when it comes to. They had a tough game too, but um, let's talk. Oh, and then on the Atlanta side, the biggest news of the day is Capella's out. Um, Bay and Hunter yeah. are both questionable. But let's talk yeah. Clippers here first. Fantastic spot. I mean, this is a spot. James Harden is on triple-double alert in this game. Uh, I mean, just yes. right off the bat, this is a triple-double alert. Kawhi Leonard has big upside in this game. Um, Zubak. He played Sunday, like started and played. He only played like 18 minutes, but it's good to note that like he's back. Maybe he doesn't play on the second end of a back-to-back. They limited him very much minutes-wise. Plumlee played like 26 minutes off the bench. Powell had a bunch of minutes off the bench. Um, What are we doing here with the Clippers? Yeah, I mean, I would set a rule, honestly, if I was building out like 20 teams to get min one of like Kawhi, Harden, George in all my teams, you know, because Atlanta is just so bad defensively. They're 28th overall. They're the uh, the fourth fastest paced team in the NBA. I don't care that the Clippers are on back to back. 
this is an amazing spot for uh, for Harden, for Kawhi, for George. So I would definitely try to get overweight on Harden. I agree with you. It's definitely a triple-double spot for him. Uh, so he's definitely my favorite play. Um, with the big three all in, I I really don't have that much interest in Westbrook or Zubak um, or any of the any of the cheap guys for the for the Clippers. Yeah, if anybody Norman Powell at five K, um, he gets an, enough usage with that second unit, and he closes games from time to time. So, I mean, they don't typically close with man. So, I would definitely, I think, taking a shot on Norman Powell off the bench um, would be okay. But I think there's going to be better value just throughout the day. Um, let's go Atlanta here. Okay, I mean, we're not even going to hide the obvious. Okongwu <laughs> is a lock and load play with no Capella. I mean, this is not this is not one of those spots you even think twice about. Um, you just play Okongwu. Like, you let other people not play Okongwu today. That's how I feel. Yeah, and I agree. And he's power forward eligible, which I love. So you don't have to take up a center spot. He's going to be mega, mega chalk. I don't see any reason uh, to get away from him at all. Um, I think uh, DeJounte Murray at 7,800 is also kind of interesting. That's cheap enough where I think he has a really big ceiling. Um, you could always play Trey. I don't think it's a great spot for him. But yeah, you're playing a Kongu and you're moving on. And that's it. Don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I mean, let's get past that, right? Um, Sadiq yeah. Bay matters a lot. In this game, whether he not he doesn't play or not, because I think if Sadiq Bay sits, Bogdanovich is super interesting, especially if Hunter sits too. If both of those guys end up sitting, I could see Garrison Matthews playing some minutes. I don't know if it's going to be enough. Um, I love Jalen Johnson in this game as well. I too. Yeah. So I I think no, but... <sighs> go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say, um, I think that Kawhi is gonna guard him is the only problem. Yeah, that I mean, that's my my thought as well. Um, it, it's tough because okay, so does that mean like Paul George is gonna guard Bogdanovich? Then I like Bogdanovich a little bit more. I mean, so I think yeah. you know we talked about making a rule on the other side. You could easily make a rule on this game too, where you kind of limit your you limit not playing Johnson and Bogdanovich together. Because it doesn't seem like a ceiling spot for both of them. So zero to one, like Johnson and Bogdanovich here. Love a Kongwu. Don't mind DeJounte or Trey Young. Um, I think I'd prefer Trey just because I like Trey Young in like close competitive games where he typically will hit a ceiling. So I think I'd prefer Trey over DeJounte, but I understand the pricing. I just think we're I mean, we're already looking at a ton of value on this slate, and there's a lot of question marks still. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Derek, I'm not doing a free show for the 500. I'm sorry, my friend. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Golden State at Brooklyn, 236 and a half total. Common theme, right? All six of these games have totals over 230. 
Uh, Brooklyn, two-point favorite. No Paul, no Peyton. Wiggins doubtful for Golden State. Uh, Finney Smith, Sharp, and Simmons remain out for Brooklyn. Let's go Golden State first. I don't know like how much Wiggins really matters. Like he he he'll go on these like spurts of like playing a lot and not playing a lot. Uh, if anything, like it just kind of secures Jonathan Kaminga's minutes a little bit. I just I struggle with this team. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily love Clay. I don't know if I want to play Draymond. I think if anything, maybe taking some shots on Podsy. I think that's who I'm taking shots yes. on here. That's I agree with you. Uh, but Jemski is the play for me um, with Wiggins out and Paul out. Um, and, you know, look at Curry. I mean, on fire last game, he's at a, got a massive ceiling. Nobody ever wants to play him. Um, he's an amazing GPP play. Um, but yeah, Pods is the uh, play for me. I don't mind Draymond either. Um, at 6,400, like he can fill up the stat sheet. I think this is a decent spot for him. So I think at that price point, I don't mind it. Um, but there really is not like a standout must play, I think, for, for Golden State. You did see the amount of possessions in the Atlanta Golden State game, right? It was incredibly high. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was, it was so wild. Um, Brooklyn, they play pretty slow. They're going to try to slow this game down a little bit. So that's why I didn't want to like overlook Curry. He's been cooking lately. He's over 60 fantasy points in three of his last four. I just worry about the pace of this game. Um, but I don't think you could ever rule out Steph. He's just he's such a gosh, man. He's such a thing. So um, Brooklyn side, what do you like here for Brooklyn? Um, Jeez. I, I guess, I mean, I mean, not nobody really. I mean, I, I guess, <laughs> I guess, I guess maybe Claxton um, Bridges is going to play a ton of minutes. He's relatively cheap, but it's not a good matchup. Um, so I really don't have much interest in Brooklyn at all. Like uh, Simmons is out. Um, so, I mean, are we going to play Spencer Didwitty at 5K? and get 25 minutes of basically nothing. Um, I, I think it's Bridges or Claxton, and that's really it. All right. I'm going to, I'm just going to, all right. I'm going to talk about this guy. He's my favorite player under 5k for seven X for the morning grind game. You obviously didn't say him. So if you say him, we all know you're sniping on purpose. Now okay. love Lonnie, love Lonnie Walker today. I think this is a okay. good spot to play Lonnie Walker. His minutes have come back up. His shot attempts have been fantastic. Finney Smith is still out. Sharp is still out. Simmons is still out. I, nothing is changing here on the Brooklyn side. So I don't see Lonnie Walker's minutes going away um, just in general here. So I have a lot of interest in Lonnie Walker. I think he has a lot of upside. He's getting a ton of run with that second unit. And now Ben Simmons is off of that second unit. So he's going to have even more usage now with Ben Simmons out. So he's going to be playing with like Royce O'Neal. Come on down, Royce. And they do they do these rotations where like Miles Bridges will come out and he'll play with the second unit. Um, Brooklyn's notorious for getting T Cam Thomas and Miles Bridges like with that second unit. But I like Lonnie Walker a lot today at 4K. I think he is a fantastic value play and – I hope people overlook him. 
Tim just uh, did. I just did. <laughs> I also overlooked Cam Johnson at 5K. I didn't realize realize how cheap he is. Um, Brooklyn's he's a really, cheap, really, yeah. Yeah. Cam Johnson at 5K. I have some interest in for sure. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I totally missed uh, Walker. Minutes totally are just up one. a little bit with Finney Smith out. And now, yeah. like, we're adding Simmons out, too. Um, so, like, Johnson Johnson and Walker both played over 30 minutes with Simmons playing 15 minutes the other night. So, Brooklyn's finally realizing that, like, Royce O'Neal's not good. Um, yeah. But I also, I mean, we should mention that Dennis Smith Jr. has been, he's missed a couple games recently. He's back this one i just don't think it affects walker so ton of interest in lonnie walker here today toronto at new orleans is where we finish out 234 and a half total here new orleans a nine point favorite toronto is on a back-to-back herb jones nance and zion all questionable for new orleans didn't necessarily see anything i mean john jonte porter did not play on sunday um whether or not he'll be back or not here, but I didn't see anything out of the Toronto game that would suggest people are going to sit. Who knows? It's tough. I mean, yeah, they did play double overtime. Yeah. And like, if you look at the minutes for that, I mean, all the starters played at least 40 minutes except for Podal. Um, So, and like Schroeder had 36 minutes off the bench, but Toronto plays really condensed. Um, Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I mean, what do you do? Like, do you just say, I'm going to punt this game and sit like three or four of these guys? Or do you run Scotty Barnes back out there for 40 minutes? Cause I mean, that's what Toronto does. I mean, if you look at, right. you look at their stats this year, like his minutes on a back-to-back have not been hurt whatsoever. Um, Scotty Barnes just plays and he, he just plays, man. It's just, it's wild to me. Um, great point on the double overtime completely overlooked that when I was breaking it down, but, um, let's talk Toronto. I I mean, this is going to be a team where if this news starts to come out, hopefully it comes out early, but we should one or two o'clock have a first initial injury report. And if nobody's on it, I mean, I just, this is what Toronto does. They play their guys a ton of minutes. Yeah, I was going to say this is tough because this is the only 8 o'clock game and the, and the slate starts at 7, so there could be some funny business. Um, but either way, I don't really have that much interest in any of these guys other than Scotty Barnes because I love Scotty Barnes. Um, he has a massive ceiling in any matchup. He's under 9K. He's point guard, small forward eligible, which I absolutely love. Um not really. I don't really want to play quickly or Barrett or or uh, or, or Pirtle. Um, so really, it's just Barnes for me, um, and that would be it. So other than that, I'm I, I don't want any of the uh, value pieces for Toronto. Yeah, I mean, Jacob has missed a lot of time here recently. He was out for almost a month. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he sits. Thad probably plays thirty plus minutes if. I was going to say, if he sat, if he sat, that would be a great play. Center only? I hate that. Um, I know, but we've got a lot of good power forward centers on the slate. Yeah, we do. I mean, I think he'd be in play. Kind of watch the news on this one. Like I said, I think it's like this game is in New Orleans. So 2.30, we should have a first initial injury report for this team. If nobody's on it, 
I mean, this is what Toronto does. They play their guys. Uh, New Orleans side of this game, I mean, so much to watch here. Like, yep. Yeah. You know, if Larry Nance sits, I've been talking about this a lot lately. We play Valanchunas. I mean, the minutes go back up to 25. They go back from like 20 to 24 to like 28 to 35. Um, so if Nance sits, I like Valanchunas a lot. I mean, it's another contrarian type center play that we could take some shots on. Watch the Zion news. If Zion sits, I think you could take shots on B.I. or McCollum. But yeah, I'm, I'm watching Larry Nance news here because I have interest in Valanchunas if Larry Nance sits. These guys are way too cheap. So like if you get any kind of any kind of value, jump on it. So like Zion sits, you play in- Ingram. You know, like uh, Nance sits, you play Joe Bial. Um, It's pretty easy. So um, the Pelicans are super cheap. They're in a really good spot at home against Toronto, who played double overtime on Sunday night. So I really like, you know, waiting out and leaving a couple spots open to, to uh, get exposure to New Orleans in this, in this matchup. I'm going to be an NBA player, play double overtime, get on a plane and fly to New Orleans right after the game. Right. Get up the next it's day really, and go play 35 more minutes. It's a really bad spot for Toronto. Is it? Um, oh, man, I just had it up to. Are they on like three or four or anything like that? Like they played um, on the second. So, no, they're not on three or four. Um, so I was going to say that can make it worse. Zion finally had a big game the other night. Um, it was against San Antonio, though. So I think my main target here is playing some Valanchunas if Nance is out. If we start seeing some of these wings, um, I think Trey Murphy could be interesting. I wish he was a little bit cheaper, though. All right, let's yeah, play the morning no, grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here. We'll send it off into Tuesday. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got? I'm going to go uh, Josh, Josh Green. I like it. I already said it. I like Lonnie Walker a lot today. Uh, he showed a lot of upside on the second unit for Brooklyn lately, and the minutes are up. So I like it. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Um, I will go... I'll go some bonus. Yeah, I don't necessarily hate that one. Um, tough matchup going up against Cleveland. I think I'm going to go Fox in that same game. Cleveland is really tough on guards. Um, I'm going to go Fox. You know, we, we both should have done Bridges. <sighs> I just... I He's, he, he's the one that's going to bust. Uh, Miles Bridges. Gotta love him. Favorite 6X play today? Um, I'm going to go AD. I like it. I'm going to go Kongwu. Because I feel like that is the that's that's biggest cheating, though. That is layup. That ever. is cheating. <laughs> I give out so many contrarian plays. If you want something different, I'll go Brandon Miller. I like Brandon Miller a lot today too. Right. Assuming Lamelo sits, and I don't love shooters on back to backs, but I like Brandon Miller. Um, just playing good ball right now. Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Um. I'm going to go Torian Prince. Yeezy would have, Yeezy's mad at me. He, he told me to stop talking about Okongu, so I got to bring him up more. 
Um, listen, Yeezy, Akangu is still going to be 30% lower than he should be on this slate. My let's get rid of GPP play today is Keegan Murray. I like him a lot today. I like the wings against Cleveland. Um, any bets standing out to you? Player props, pick them. Um, I kind of, I, I like the Clippers minus three and a half. And, uh, right now the Pelicans are minus 10. Um, I also kind of like that. So I think my official choice would be the Pelicans minus 10. Yeah, I got nothing today. Um, nothing jumping off the page. There's a lot of books or a lot of props that are not even out yet. Um, I will say like, I'll be looking for a Kongu's props when they pop up. Um, to see like if it if it's priced properly when it first opens. Um kind of want it to come in around I don't even know, man. That's where this is where it gets tough. I would assume I bet a Kongu at least a twenty six and a half points and rebounds. Um I I think mm-hmm. that's the magic number for me. Twenty six and a half. Um yeah. 35 minutes it just he's such a good point per minute producer so i, I want to see it come in at like 23 and a half but i don't think it'll come in that low maybe we'll never know we'll see we'll see what it comes in hope everyone has a fantastic monday we'll be back tomorrow talking more hoops good luck everyone thanks for hanging out with us we'll see you then